Welcome to the Property Report podcast, produced by Property Report magazine, the leading magazine for luxury real estate. Hi, I'm Liam Barnes, Deputy Editor of Property Report. This week, I attended the Fenn Young Designers Awards here in Bangkok. Established in 2008 by Fenn Designers with the aim to assist and develop young designers, expose innovations and foster a forum for creative minds, the awards welcome applicants aged between 18 and 33 from around the world. This year, the challenge was how can the library be reimagined and re-engineered to provide a suitable environment for the new generation? I sat down with Fenn Designers Creative Design Director, Dr. Shafir Fahat, to discuss this year's theme, some of the most noteworthy submissions, and the response from some of Thailand's budding architects and designers. This is the brainchild of our creative designers. We've been in the business for over 22 years, designing everything from township to schools to hotels to resorts. We've worked in Asia, Middle East, and North Africa. And um, we like to share, we like to teach, we like to educate. So FIDA, which is Fenian Design Award, basically sprang from that. It's, a, it's an idea of how can we contribute to the young generation of designers? How can we give back? How can we teach what we've learned? How can we pass on that experience? So we thought we'll uh, ask challenging questions that are very pertinent to young generations. And topics that have been put out there for competition are very today topics, okay, for young generation and how it's challenging their world. Okay. Okay. So that's why you see the event is mostly for young people, by young people, and managed by a group of very young people. So we are the senior people at the background. We check the submission, we pre-qualify the submission. The jury right. is all made of people of a certain experience, okay? But we always include young people during the jury and during the pre-qualification and, and when we define who's the winner and who's the second and third. Okay. So that is that is where Fen Young Designer Award came from. Okay. And um, I believe it started in, in 2008, correct? Yes. Okay, and how and how do, how do you feel it's evolved o- over the years? It has, I believe, evolved drastically because initially it was the responses were not that great. Design competition in the field of architecture and interior design are very, very competitive. I mean, there are a lot of them out there. So people pick and choose which design competition they go for. Okay. And uh, it has to be a trusted design competition where really people are unbiased and decision made on, on basis on numbers, not on pictures of people, where they come from, what submission. Mm-hmm. So until after the deliberation and we knew who the winners are, for us there were numbers. The only people who knew they were the managers, but the jury didn't know who is who. For us they were numbers. Yeah. Okay. So we, I guess, established credibility in the, in the world of competition. And that's why the responses have been getting more and more from many, many countries. This year we have 58 countries, we have 312 applicants. Okay. And they go from Bangladesh and Zimbabwe all the way to the United States, Europe, 
South Africa, China. Right, and then and, and how many make it to the to the final shortlist then? The shortlist we had seventy eight, and then it gone down to twelve honorable member and three winners. Okay, could you discuss the um, maybe a few of the submissions for this year, some of the highlights? Uh, some of the highlights. It's very very interesting how a lot of the people that we zoomed on and narrowed on had very fantastic ideas. I mean, I would never have thought about this kind of, mm. of thing at all. Yeah. Um, some of the winners are putting out ideas there that are actually very futuristic, very, very futuristic. We're talking about a librarian who is a hologram. We're talking about uh, uh, navigating navigating through a library rather than going and searching for and getting mm. a book. Rather, you navigate through a library as in you, you do in a in a game, in a computer game. So to, inst- to, to to push kids to learn, to put kids to use the library, to use the knowledge in the library, rather than just Googling and then finding yeah. information, rather than actually researching and finding really referenced books, okay? So it's through a game. I mean, you know, all kids these days are into it. So why don't you use what are they, they, they love most? How You can't just say that they love games, but that's not learning. How can you utilize that, that interest, that tool, to make it mm, into a, sure. learning, a learning process. So this is one idea. Okay. Libraries, they, 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 they were born to to put books in and to store books and to, to preserve books, right? So it's no longer that. The purpose right now of a book is mobile. It's not, the, 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 the library is something that is part of the urban fabric. Right. It's no longer a library that's sitting there and storing books. The books are stored somewhere in the cloud or stored somewhere mm-hmm. in, in the eye world. Okay? And the information should be available whether you're in a bus, sitting in a park, jogging, or doing your, your exercise in mm-hmm. the gym or whatever. Yeah. So this library should be able to be open anywhere. So these are the kind of idea. Library is no longer a place you go to. The library is wherever you go, there is a place where you can access that information. Okay, I mean, what, what's the average age of the applicants? Then? The average age is um, 18 to 33. We, we limit, actually, the age. Few okay. young professionals, mostly graduate students, mostly graduate, not undergraduate, mostly people doing their master's and, and above. And we'll see as we're in Bangkok, perhaps you could tell me a little about your thoughts on the local Thai architecture scene. We, we decided to put this, this competition out there, to put basically talent on the map of world competition because it's not out there. We've got local competition, there are mm-hmm. a lot of local design competition, but there is nothing that is based in Thailand but international. This is the first, okay. We wanted first to put talent on the world map of competition, design competition. Second is, we wanted to make it a place for young Thai designers to compete at the world level. Right. Rather than competing among themselves, mm-hmm. okay, so we have spent a lot of effort and time making sure it is on every single website of every university. Okay, it's been printed and published into their notice board, actually physically published. It's been put onto their social media thing. It was letters were sent to deans of university to get contributions. Uh, we the the the, uh, the response was very very little very quiet right okay, okay. and uh, we've done it now for many years and it has not improved right why do you, why do you think that is maybe because it's in english mm-hmm. that could be could be one thing the other thing maybe because it's new to compete at the world level right okay and um, 
we don't understand it really. We want very much to attract young Thai designer because that was our. We were hoping to get sixty percent Thai, forty percent mm-hmm. foreign, so we can grow the local scene as well. Yeah, but we're not getting the response. We've used every media possible to advertise it. Okay, this so is quite the frustration. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, where, where from where have you seen the the greatest response then? United States. Right. Okay. Second Europe, third Asia, Asia right. North Africa. Uh, any, I mean, which particular countries in Asia? In Asia, a lot of people from India and China. Right. India and China, Vietnam, very aggressive. Um, we have a lot from uh, Iran. We have a lot of from Iran, a lot from Iran, a lot of from okay. the Middle East, from Lebanon. Right. Where you think they're in wars all the time, and they still submitted. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful submissions this year from the from the Middle East. Right. From Lebanon, from Iran. From uh, North Africa as well, a lot from North Africa. We got from Zimbabwe, we got from Nigeria, we got uh, from Bangladesh, from very, very f- places. I mean, you wouldn't think they even have internet connections. <laughs> okay. And, uh, but the majority, of course, is the United States, as, right. as it is every single year. They dominate. Yeah. Europe, right behind them. Do you notice any particular trends, uh, any similarities between the entries from, from certain places? Similarity. One thing I noticed this year because I, I had I had the task to go through every single one and pre-qualify people. Right. Terrible task. But anyway, so um, similarities. This year particularly, I I asked the question to the jury. They seem to be thinking the same way. This generation. They okay, so it's you think it's a generational it's thing a generation rather than a, rather than a, you know, than a regional a, thing. It's a generation thing. Okay. I think I believe that's my personal belief that. Uh, the wealth of information available on internet and their access to internet and mm-hmm. their access to information has made them not very different whether in Zimbabwe or in New York. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, the level of submission from all these people were very high. Okay. And they, the thinking is very similar. I think we're driven by technology these days. Technology impact our life, whether we like it or not, greatly. Okay. And I think mm-hmm. you see that trade into all the submissions, particularly this year, because it's it's the topic is how is technology affecting our way of learning and how libraries are changing. Yeah. What is the future of a library? How sure, sure. Is should there be a library, or should they disappear, or everything is through some cyberspace thing, or should we keep books, or should we? So the answer is not very dissimilar. The ones that did include books, how you know, how did they differ from, from traditional design? There is this tendency of, or as I think it's a nostalgia more than anything, to keep books, to keep mm-hmm. the physical book yeah. out there. It's more of a, it's part of our history, so we should keep it. And that, I felt that throughout all the submissions, that came through. Right, okay. That we should keep books, and they should never go away. And like we should always have our history, and our history makes our future, and so on. So they kept it within that context. Right. But the learning process, how they're learning, how they're finding information, is all through cyberspace. Mm -hmm. But the book is still there. It's good to know. (laughs) The book is still there. The book is very... And it's true. I mean, all of them, 19, 18, and 19 years, they still believe that the book is very much part of who we are. Subscribe now to Property Report magazine and receive a free copy of Helm Lifestyle magazine, covering all aspects of luxury across the Asia Pacific, from super yachts to luxury cars and high-end fashion. 
you will also receive exclusive access to the Property Report iPad application and privileged online content. Simply visit property-report.com and click subscribe.